This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 273. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode and any discount codes for our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 273. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here. And fun, exciting announcement. We're getting super close to a million downloads. I cannot even believe it. And like, I knew if I stuck with this long enough, this is what would happen because this is what happens when you show up. When you show up with consistency. Remember the C word? I did a whole episode on the C word. The C word is consistency. And you get the things that you want when you show up consistently for your life. And I am someone who does really well with consistency. It's the nerd in me. It is like part of my personality type that it's easier for me to do the same thing every day or every week than not. And so the benefit of that is that you get to build things over time and there's this compounding effect and things grow exponentially and the benefits become exponentially greater. And the sum of that for this situation is that we're going to have a million downloads soon. And I just cannot thank you enough for being a part of that with me because this didn't happen alone. I did not do this by myself. This happened because you all share the show. You talk about the show. You tell other moms. You talk about it on social media. You talk about it in email. You talk about it when you're out with your girlfriends and your mom friends. 
and with your mom. I mean, I have grandmas who are like, I just want to be part of the Shameless Mom Academy too. So I just can't thank you enough because here's what happens. When you share the show, whether it's via conversation, via social media, via email, via text, whatever it is, when you share the show, you make another mom more shameless. And that is a beautiful, powerful thing. And of course, it's exciting for me to see something growing like this. It's so, so exciting. And I'm so proud. And I'm like ridiculously honored to be in this space with you and to grow this space for you and to hold this space for you. But I'm also so, so grateful because I feel like we're in it together. And especially when I'm in our free Facebook group, when I'm in our free Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook, when I'm in that community and I see the way you're showing up for each other and I see the things that you're putting out there and you're being open and honest and raw and vulnerable, and it is so powerful that I can see you all showing up to support each other. And it's like beyond, it is beyond, beyond what I could have imagined when I decided to sit in my little office and get behind a microphone all by myself. So I just want to thank you for being a part of that. It means the world to me. And if you have not already shared the show, please do that. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do that. If you haven't left a review for the show, please do that. All those things really matter when you grow a show. And here's the benefit of me growing the show for you. The more I grow the show, the better sponsors I get. When I get great sponsors, they give you great discounts. When I grow the show, I get better guests because when I go to my guests, I can say, hey, look, I have this show that's ranked here in iTunes. So you want to come on it because I can guarantee you're going to have this many thousand people get to hear your story or hear whatever you're talking about. And then guests are like, oh my gosh, yes, please sign me up. And so that's how I get people always say, where do you find your guests? I find them from a lot of places. But one of the things I always say to them is I have thousands of moms who need to hear your story or your message. And here's how it will impact my community. And I would be honored to have you. And so that's how I get great guests. And I can also say to them that my show is ranked here on iTunes. And this is kind of like where we stand in the landscape of podcasting. And that really, really matters when you're trying to get great guests. So I really appreciate you helping me build this because of the net effect it has for everyone. And also for how many shameless moms lives are being impacted every single day. It means everything. So I just really, really appreciate you. All right. Are you ready to dive in for today's episode? Because it's a big one. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So let's go. This episode is going to be powerful. And I'm super, super excited about this topic. And I'm going to debunk a huge myth. So I did a Facebook Live on this topic last week. I posted on Instagram about this topic last week. It is something I'm so passionate about. Like, I think this needs to be my next keynote talk that I give. So let's just dive right in. There is this myth that we should do things so we can better serve other people. Now, this is only a myth among women, among moms. I mean, it's among women and moms, but it's not a myth among men. Like men are not told, if you go take care of yourself, you'll be a better husband or a better dad. Like that's just not a narrative that's happening in the male community. It happens every freaking day in the female community. If you practice self-care, you can be a better mom. If you practice this, you'll be a better wife. If you practice this, like you can show up and serve all these people in different ways and better ways and take care of others. Okay. There's some truth to that. Yes. But also that's total BS that that should be your reason for making choices and decisions. You should not be doing things so that you can serve other people better, or at least not exclusively doing things for that reason. 
Now, when you do things just for you, you will, as a side effect, as a trickle-down impact, you will serve other people better. That will happen naturally. That will happen automatically. And that's a beautiful thing. So I'm not trying to minimize the significance of that or the power of that. But that doesn't need to be your purpose for doing things. So for example, when you work out, don't work out to be a better mom. Don't work out to like be more happy when you're around your kids. Don't work out to be more positive at work. Don't work out for other people. Do it for you. When you volunteer for something, maybe it's at work to sign up for a committee. Maybe it's at your kid's school for something. Don't do that for other people. Don't do it to be of service to others. Do it for you. The secondary impact of that is that you will be of service to other people. That's fine, but you can do it for you. When you ask for a raise, don't do it because of the impact it might have on your family. Do it for you. Do it for the impact and the power it will create for you in your life. So I'm going to talk through this a little more thoroughly. I'm going to start with what I posted on social media the other day. So I posted a picture of me wearing a shirt that I got on a super fancy shirt. Let me just say, it's so fancy. It was a whole like whopping like $5.99 in the clearance bin at Old Navy. Like literally it was like at the bottom of the bin, wrinkled up in a ball. And I was like, oh, what's this little white shirt over here? And I picked it up and I was like, oh, wow, mama needs that. So it says on it, I'm wearing it right now. So you can, I'm looking down. It says heroes, friends, mothers, daughters, visionaries, queens, rulers, women. So if you want to see the shirt, you can go to Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy, and you'll see a picture of me wearing it. So I posted a picture of me in this shirt. And I said, under this picture, I said, you wear a million hats and serve in a million ways. But if you don't serve yourself first, you won't see the beauty in any of it. You'll be anxious, bitter, overwhelmed, exhausted, and uninspired to use your gifts to their full capacity. When you show up in any role, do it for you. Prove how strong you are for you. Show how patient you are for you. Let yourself cry for you. Be assertive with your voice for you. Share your time and energy for you. Laugh out loud for you. Become an artist for you. Run a marathon for you. Quit your job for you. Go for the promotion for you. The idea that you should take care of yourself so that you can better take care of others is BS. Take care of yourself because you are a hero, a friend, a mother, a daughter, a visionary, a queen, a ruler, and a woman who damn well deserves to take care of yourself for you. So that was the post that I put up. And as I was writing it, like sometimes when I'm writing things, I'm just like, yes, like this is the thing. This is powerful and it's profound and it's not what where our head automatically goes. Our head automatically goes to why we should do things for other people and how we can be of service and we should sign up for all the things and volunteer for all the things and take care of all the people and serve and serve and serve and serve. Yes, be of service. Of course, be of service. Provide value in your life, but do that for you. Do that for you to stand in your power. Do that for you to build a stage that means something for you. Do that for you so that you can have a voice that contributes in a way that lights you up so that every day you are excited to get out of bed. So when I decided to sell the gym and move full-time into the podcast, it was for me. It was because it would light me up. It was because I knew 
that my energy around being a gym owner and around helping women shrink their bodies, that energy was gone. That's not the space that I was going to be my best self in for myself. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. That space had become not the most powerful, positive, or purposeful place for me to exist anymore. And I knew that if I were to walk away from that, that I could build something more, even though that was terrifying, even though I didn't know what that would look like. I still don't fully know what that will look like in the next couple of years, even though I didn't know how I would feel, but I knew 
that if I did this for me, if I allowed myself to build a bigger platform, to have the voice that I really want to have that could be powerful on such a grand scale, that everything else would work out because the trickle-down effect of me doing the thing that makes me feel the most powerful, that gives me the biggest platform from which I can cultivate the most energy is going to have the trickle-down effect of serving other women and moms in a bigger way than I could ever possibly imagine, in a bigger way than I can even see or feel or sense right now. And I can see that happening already because we're going to be hitting a million downloads in the next month. A million. When I started this podcast, I was like, I hope 13 people listen. Maybe 14 people will listen tomorrow. What if one day 25 people listen in a day? And then I started getting stories from you all. And at first it was from my friend. This is funny. At first I was getting messages from my friends who were like, wow, so I listened to your show. It actually is pretty good. I kind of liked this one thing. Like people were surprised. <laughs> people were, it started out as like, oh, Sarah's doing this cute little thing over there. Maybe I'll check it out. And then they listened. And they were like, oh, well, that was kind of nice. It's cuter than I thought it would be. <laughs> and so like people were like not so sure about it. And then I started getting messages from people who I'd never met before who said, I'm listening to my car and I'm crying. Or I just had the worst day ever with my kids and you made me laugh. Or I'm going through a divorce and I don't know how to feel powerful. Or I'm going to go ask my boss for a promotion tomorrow and I'm so scared, but I'm also going to ask for a raise and I wouldn't have done that before. So I started getting these messages from people and I was like, holy cow, it's happening. So by me doing something for me, doing something that was not for other people, but had a trickle down effect of impacting other people, I got to find my power in a totally new way. And that has been amazing. Like literally I have goosebumps right now telling you this. It has been profound on levels I never could have imagined. And that's what happens when you take those steps to do things just for you. I knew when I went to my husband and I said, I think I want to sell the gym. I knew he was going to be a little bit like, wait, what? Like you're going to walk away from something that provides us with a decent income that allows us to go on like tropical vacations you're just going to like walk away and do something else. Are you sure? <laughs> like, do you want to maybe think about it for longer? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm sure. And also, I don't know what it's going to look like. Like, I don't really know how I'm going to replace that income right away. I know I can do it. I know for sure I can do it. But I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not quite sure how long it's going to take. But this is what I'm doing for me. And he said, I don't know how you're going to do it. But I know if anyone can do it, you can do it. And I was like, all right, game on. Like, and there was like this little twinge in him that was like a little bit doubtful. And I was like, here we go. You're not sure I can do this? Hashtag watch me. And not because he was being like doubtful, like, I don't think you can do this and you're about to screw up our family. <laughs> but he was just like, I'm not really sure what this looks like. And I'm a little uncomfortable right now because you don't have all the answers laid out. So like, I'm going to trust you, but also I'm a little nervous. That was all I needed <laughs> to be like, here we go. Watch me. 
So I want you to think about when you decide to do things, who are you doing them for and how can you reframe it? When you decide that you're going to quit your job for you, how does that feel differently than doing it for someone else? When you decide you're going to ask for a raise for you, how does that feel differently than doing it for your family? Because here's the thing, when you decide to go after something for you, whether that's running the marathon, asking for the raise, quitting your job, whether that's volunteering for something at your kid's school, whether that's working out at 5 a.m., when you decide to go after something for you, you get to decide how you want to feel powerful, what that's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, where you're going to be lit up in your life. And you get to decide the yeses and the nos. And there's so much power and impact in that. And what happens as a result is that your kids and your family get to see you doing that. They get to see you climbing in your power. They get to see you climbing and reaching toward a purpose that feels good, that fills you up, that lights you up, that fuels you every day. And the impact of that on a grander scale impacts everyone else. It serves everyone else. But you don't have to do it because it serves everyone else. You do it for you. And the side effect is that it also serves everyone else. So recently, I decided to coach Vinny's soccer team. I use the term coach in air quotes because it's light coaching. So here's what it looks like. In the kindergarten at Vinny's school, everyone signs up for soccer and there's eight teams. So there's eight teams and each team has like seven or eight kids on it. And then I think it's eight teams. It's like six or eight teams. Anyways, it's a lot of teams. There's a lot of little kindergartners that want to play soccer. And then there's like three or four coaches who work for a soccer company out here called Happy Feet. So there's all these like legit soccer coaches. And then they ask for 10 parent volunteers to be like assistant coaches or support coaches. In the email, they're like, you don't need to know anything about soccer. You just need to be enthusiastic and patient. And I was like, oh, I can totally do this. I don't know the first flipping thing about soccer. Like I know there's a goal and I know you can't use your hands. That's about all I know. Aside from that, I don't know the terminology. I don't know what offside is. Like that's actually been like a mystery of my life that like even in high school, I was like, I don't know. Like I watch soccer games because my friends play soccer and I know there's this thing called offside, but it doesn't have to do with sides, which is very confusing to me. But also I'm embarrassed to ask because I feel like everyone knows what it means. Also until just a few weeks ago, I thought it was offsides with an S and someone Instagram messaged me and was like, by the way, it's offside. There's no S. So thank you. That was my lovely and shameless mom friend, Natalia. It was like, just an FYI. I love that you're doing this. And also it's offside, not offsides. So I still don't know why it's singular and not plural. And I still don't know why there are not actually sides involved. And I don't know what it means. But anyways, I'm sure I'll learn that when I need to. So here's the deal. When I signed up to say I wanted to be in this assistant support coaching role, I was like, I said in the email, I'm like, so I know nothing about this, but I am really good at being enthusiastic and patient with kids because I used to work with kids in a psychiatric hospital and nothing will make you a bigger cheerleader or a more patient cheerleader of children than serving children ages four to 14 in a psychiatric hospital. So I did that for seven years. I worked with kids in the psychiatric hospital. And I will tell you, it burned me out. And I wanted desperately to get my tubes tied by the time I was 27. Like literally when I left that job, I was very convinced I never needed to have children and actually like terrified that what if I got pregnant someday and couldn't handle it because 
it's pretty overwhelming to work with kids in a psychiatric hospital. And especially when you don't have the reality of kids in your own life who give you the balance of like the spectrum of what kids can look like. And so all I saw was kids who were really, really struggling in their life. And I thought that was just kind of how kids are. And that was terrifying to me. So here I was at 27 wanting to get my tubes tied as I was becoming a personal trainer and leaving my job in the psychiatric hospital. So I knew that in the how many years since I left that job in the almost 16 years since I left that job, I knew that I've come around a little. I've decided I like kids again. I decided to have one. And what I found is I really love interacting with kids now, but I don't have a lot of opportunities to do that outside of like my own kid. And so, but I've noticed like anytime I'm in Vinny's classroom, especially when he was in preschool and I like went on a field trip, I was like, oh my gosh, these kids are so fun and they're so cute. And I love engaging with them. And I love seeing them be powerful. I love seeing them like try new things and surprising themselves. So I was like, okay, I can sign up for this soccer gig because I can get out there and I can be enthusiastic and I can be patient, what have you. So I show up for the first day of soccer and it's all male coaches. So the people from the soccer organization who are there to coach, who actually know what they're doing, all males, all the other parent volunteers, all males. And then there's me and I'm like, hello, I'm like the mom who doesn't know anything about soccer, but I'm here to be a great cheerleader. And it became really clear to me really quickly what my role was going to be because I could see how I immediately started showing up. So here's what happened. We get out there and the kids are playing. And as would happen naturally, of course, within minutes, there's like kids getting kicked and knocked down and there's kids on the ground crying. And like, this is just the nature of kids. This is the nature of like five and six year olds playing together and especially the nature of them playing contact sports together. So what happened is I noticed that every time a kid would fall to the ground, people would run, you know, the coaches would run over and make sure that kid's okay. Obviously, of course. And so I noticed this happen a couple of times. And then I was like, everyone's running to help this child, which of course needs to happen. But no one is going over to the kid who actually knocked the kid down to be like, hey, buddy, it was probably an accident. But did you see that you just knocked someone over? Did you see that like so-and-so is laying on the ground crying because you accidentally kicked him or her really hard? Could you go over and make sure she's okay or he's okay and try to you know help them like extend your hand and help them get up and let them know that that was an accident? So I've decided like immediately, I was like, so I'm here to be the empathy and compassion coach and teach good sportsmanship. (laughs) And not that the other coaches wouldn't be like working on sportsmanship with the kids as well. But I was like, this is going to be like my primary goal. And so at the end of practice, a mom comes up to me and she was like, you were so great out there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I like forgot other parents were even watching. And especially at the kindergarten level, and especially with people, if it's their firstborn playing soccer for the first time, like you know how it is. Like you're watching like crazy. You're like, what are the coaches doing? How are they treating the kids? What are they saying? Like the parents are kind of like spies. I mean, I know I am when I'm watching these things. They're they're totally spy. So it occurred to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I just had like a bunch of spies watching while I'm out here. Like, how are we going to practice empathy on the soccer field? And, but it meant a lot to me that that mom came up and said something. And that's literally like, that's all she said. She was just like, you were great out there. Thank you so much. But I thought later, I was like, I don't even know what she was referring to, but I'm going to assume that she was referring to me, you know, some of the ways that I was being enthusiastic and being supportive of the kids. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above 
is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So later I thought, I was like, you know, when I signed up, in the back of my mind, I kind of thought like, oh, I'm doing this for Vinny. Like he'll think it's cool that I'm being the soccer coach, which he totally was like, he was so excited when I told him I was going to do it. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I didn't sign up to do that for him. I signed up to do that for me. And that's why it feels really, really good and really fun. Like I got done doing that and I was like, that was awesome. Like, can we have soccer practice every day? Because when I get to be around little kids and I get to be super enthusiastic and like cheesy with them and like high fives everyone and like find a buddy and give them a high five and go, (laughs) it totally takes me back to working at the hospital where literally at the end of an activity, you'd be like, find a friend and give them a compliment. (laughs) And like, that was totally me at the end of soccer practice. I'm like, the dads are just like, all right, team, well done. Like, go get your juice. (laughs) And I was like, give someone a compliment before you leave. But I was like, this is what lights me up. I did this for me because I am in my zone of genius when I get to be engaging with little kids like this. Same thing with doing the podcast. I do this for me because I, again, I'm in my zone of genius when I get to show up and record and talk about things that I'm passionate about. The trickle down effect of that is that I get to impact your life. I get to share my lessons with you. I get to teach. I get to create content. I get to tell stories. The trickle down effect of that is how it touches your life and the power it gives to you. But I do that for me because my zone of genius is telling stories and creating lessons out of that and being a teacher on different levels. So showing up for soccer practice and signing up to volunteer for things is not about me giving back to my community. That's a secondary impact. I'm doing that for me. I signed up to volunteer for Vinny's Jogathon for me because I knew that would be fun for me to be cheering for kids running around the playground in circles. 
now, of course, to the outside, it looks like I'm doing this, like to be of service to the school and to be supportive of my kid and whatever. That's one of the impacts of it. But at the end of the day, I signed up for me. There's going to be a lot of things that I don't sign up for because they won't do much for me. There's going to be a lot of things where I'm going to be like, you know, I'm not going to do that thing because that doesn't serve me first. Now that might sound super selfish and super self-serving, but if we are all doing things for us, things that light us up, things that create space and power for us in our zone of genius, where we get to contribute in a way that is deep and meaningful for us on a regular basis, then that is not selfish. That is coming into your life with a healthy sense of ego. And when you come into your life and you show up with a healthy sense of ego, you get to be powerful for you and you get to take up space for you. And that allows you to serve others as a secondary impact on a huge, huge level. And when you get to do that, the secondary impact of that is that everyone around you benefits. So maybe you decide that you're going to be a stay-at-home mom for you. The trickle-down effect of that is that your kids get to have you at home and your family gets to have a home-cooked meal every night, maybe, or that like your house is clean and spotless, or maybe it's not. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom who never cleans your own damn house and that's okay too. So you get to decide how you show up in your zone of genius, how you show up in the most powerful, profound ways that feel good for you. And the trickle down effect of that is that it feels good for other people and it creates space for other people to find joy, to get your, to receive your joy to receive some of your power and then therefore find their own power. When my kid sees me doing things that put me in a position of power, whether that's getting up to work out first thing in the morning, whether that is putting myself out there on the podcast, whether that is showing up and cheering for other kids on a soccer field, when he sees me putting myself in a position of power and reaching for things that light me up and move me forward in different areas of my life, that shows him the value of doing that himself. And that shows him that when he chooses to go after things that put himself in his positions of power and puts himself in his zone of genius, whether that's building Legos or doing swim lessons or whatever that might be, or playing an instrument, maybe we haven't started that, but Vinny did just get a guitar for his birthday. So when your kids gets to see that they get to do that too, then they get to start building their own place to build their life from a place of power and a place of purpose and a place of positive intention. There's a huge, huge impact there. So I want you to start thinking about when you're going after something, what's your reason for going after it? How are you doing it just for you? Doing it for you should always be the primary goal. And then you can fully embrace the secondary benefit. You can go after the raise just for you because you deserve to have that power and have that position and have the new title behind your name that shows your worth, that gives you the accolades that you fully deserve. And the secondary impact of that might be that you have the money now to enroll your kids in ski class or to take your family on a vacation or to go buy the bigger house whatever that might mean. It might mean that you have the money to take yourself on a solo vacation. <laughs> so whatever that might mean for you. So think about how you can be doing things for you. Work out for you, volunteer for you, ask for a raise for you, quit your job for you, do it for you, and everything else will happen in a more powerful, positive, and profound way. And you will take up space in your life in 
ways that will allow you to grow into spaces and directions you can't even imagine right now, but that will be profound on every level and they will help you build abundance in your life on every level. So do you know what you need to do now? You need to go figure out what are the things that you're doing that you're not doing for you and how can you either reframe them so that you are doing them just for you or how can you stop doing those things so that you can create space for you to do more just for you. If this was impactful to you and you know that you want to participate in the 30-day self-care challenge, shoot me an email so you can get into this one if there's still space or on the wait list for the next one. Again, you can do that at info at shamelessmom.com. But I want you to be able to do things that are just for you, like taking 30 minutes to yourself for self-care every damn day so that you can do things just for you to live your life bigger, bolder, braver every damn day. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. 